comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! In Jesus' mighty name. with me to the book of Mark chapter 14. Mark chapter 14. Until my only guess is you Spirit keep holding over me Say amen. amen. You can't pray like this, and your Bible won't be closed. If I'm Elijah, verse 38. Scripture says, What? That's not what is in your Bible. What is in your Bible? Let me see your Bible. All this translation. What are you doing with that translation? Throw it down. Wash ye. Touch your heart. Say, what's your name? Tell me your name. Elijah, watch. Say, call your name. Call your name. And tell yourself to watch. Preach to yourself in 10 seconds. Preach to yourself. Watch. Watch. Stop looking at me. Look at yourself. Watch. Watch. Said, watch ye. Then you what? Pray. Why? Lest ye enter into temptation. In the seasons of temptation, it's not enough to pray. In fact, the first thing you do is to watch. It is when you watch, you will now find out. Reduce a little. I've been in this prayer business for a while. And I find out that men can pray. Yet temptation will carry them. Part of the reason is that they are not watching. The prerequisite to survive the days of temptation, even in the place of prayer, is that you are a watcher. You are somebody that understands what is really happening. Huh? You are, are you with me? When something is happening, what is really at stake? Are you getting the point now? Let me take for an example. If Satan tempts you to collect bribe, what is really at stake? Except a man is watching, you will never understand what is at stake. If you watch, you will now understand that 
it is not about the bribe. It's not about the fact that Satan told Jesus, turn these stones to bread. Are you getting the point? A face level examination, you will think that it is just to turn stones to bread. You see, the destiny of humanity is hanging on the outcome of that temptation. So the man that is a water, he has to go back to the scripture and pick out the context, the scope and implications of the, the things that he is facing. Only when you are able to interpret as a watcher, that is when you will be able to pray well. Because there are things that can happen small in your life and your interpretation is that is, is not, there is nothing much. But that is what stopped your father. That is what stopped your mother. That is what is going to stop you forever and blot out your name from them that God will use in this generation. As little as it is, your name will be blotted. Judas thought he, he just sold the man and came back. When he realized, are you getting my point? He is not watching. When he realized what he did, he now came back and shouted, wanted to return the money. But it was late. Because when the act was on, he didn't watch. He, what he means to watch is not to be looking with your eyes. is to see behind the scene what is going on and the implication of what is going on so that your action in participation will yield to something. So for Judas, he thought when he collected the money, they thought Jesus he will disappear. <laughs> he didn't know that there is a prophecy that is fulfilling. It so happens that he chose by allowing himself not to watch, to participate in the negative dimension of prophecy. Meanwhile, when God says, are you getting the point? We are in the seasons of revival and there are characteristics of seasons of revival. There are things that must crop up. If you don't watch, you will be a victim on the wrong side. You will be praying, you know, but your prayer has little value if you have not understood how to watch. Why do you need to do many things? Why do you need not to do many things? It is because you understand. They asked Joseph, you know Joseph, they told him, the woman told him, come and sleep now. He looked to her. He said, how can I do this sort of thing? As far as that man is concerned, his, his audience is God. The monarch of Zion. There is no human being that he looks at. His audience is God. My friend, where is your audience? When you appear before the great one, nothing matters. His opinion is the one we choose. He said, watch and pray. Lest he enter into temptation. The spirit is truly ready. But the flesh is weak. When you appear in the day of temptation, you will find that your will is not strong enough. You will begin to do things you never bargained up. When you finish, you start begging for forgiveness. The deed has been done. God will forgive you, but the consequence of what you did will stay. And a price has to be paid for it to be blotted out. Because, are you with me? God is a just God. And he has to balance it out. And once those things happen, the sword of judgment will stay. And be looking. Watch. I want you to ask the Holy Ghost. 
in the next in the next two minutes teach me how to watch why am I looking and I'm not seeing Sitereso kataba ratasasate kabita latalia watch young man watch watch before you enter into temptation watch before you become a Judas watch 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 before you become an Achan watch watch before you become Saul you are not hearing me my friend
reveal it, reveal it. Reveal it with your sword, reveal it. Reveal it. Reveal the thoughts and intents of our heart. Test our spirits. Test our hearts. into critical seasons in the programs of God. I want to show you something so that you pray a little. Then my brother Justice will come and teach us for some time. Jeremiah 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 chapter 12 Jeremiah chapter 12 Ella, you have brought back my friends. Glory to God. How are you? Let's start from verse 1. Righteous art thou, O Lord, when I plead with thee. Yet let me talk with thee of thy what? Wherefore doth the way of the wicked prosper? Wherefore are all they happy that deal very treasurously? Thou hast planted them, yea, they have taken root. They grow, yea, they bring forth fruit. Thou art near in their mouth and far from their reins. But thou, O Lord, knowest me. Thou hast seen me and tried mine heart toward thee. Pull them out like sheep for the slaughter and prepare them for the day of slaughter. How long shall thou shall the land mourn and the herbs of every field wither for the wickedness of them that dwell therein? The beasts are consumed and the burst because they said he shall not see our last end. Verse 5 is where I'm going to. 
you are there say amen said if thou hast run with the footmen and they have wheeled thee then how canst thou contend with horses are you with me do you, even, do you understand this place say you run with footmen people are running on ground you are running with them and they wearied you you got tired you say how much more what will now happen if you are told to run against people on horse footmen is what is wearying what of horses <laughs> stage by stage if footmen wearies you what of horses Is a parable. Let him that had ear. Let him what? Mm. He now says, And if in the land of peace wherein thou trusted, they weary thee. See, God is considering the present kind of life you are living, irrespective of how much you think it is unpleasant. God is considering it the land of peace. Are you with me? Follow me. He now said. They weary thee. Then how will thou do in the swelling of Jordan? That means, are you with me? That sometimes Jordan swells. That is where my prayer point is. Hmm? For me to explain this thing, we have to go to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 3. I would have loved to read many verses because, but because of time. Let's read verse 14. Joshua chapter 3 verse 14. If you are there, say Amen. Are you there, precious? Verse 14 said, Okay. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priest bearing the ark of the covenant before the people. And as they that bear the ark were come unto Jordan, and the feet of the priest that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water. For Jordan what? Read now. For Jordan what? Jordan overflows her banks. When? That is the problem. It's a wrong time for Jordan to overflow her banks. It is the season of harvest. It is the season of revival. The things that God is doing in your life is about to yield results. Then, it is at that moment that He wants to yield results. That is when Jordan chose to overflow her banks. What is that calculated strategy that Satan has? What is that Jordan that insists that at the cups of your season? Of manifestation at the cups of your harvest, it will overflow his banks. I want you to pray for two minutes and ask God, let Jordan be restrained for your namesake. This is the season of harvest, this is the season of revival. This is the season when the move of God is breaking out of our life and in our midst. Why will Jordan choose? To overflow her pants in this season. Oh God, restrain Jordan.
Restrain church and all God. You are not praying. Anytime God wants to move mightily in your life, then Jordan will overflow her pants. And then you come back to zero. And then when Jordan, Jordan will wait again for the time of harvest. And when you want to take up the harvest, bring in the sheep, take delivery of the things that God has kept for you in the season. Jordan, once again, we want to overflow her pants. In seasons, Jordan comes to overflow her pants. When Jordan sees that the days of your manifestation, the days of the fulfillment of the prophecies that is hanging upon your life is coming again, and Jordan wants to overflow her pants, Jordan is swelling. Ah, are you not seeing it? Jordan is swelling once again. And it is because it's the time of harvest. Oh God, let Jordan stay in our position. This is the time of harvest. This is the time of fulfillment. This is the time of revival. This is the time of manifestation of the sons of God. Let Jordan be stayed. Let the hand of Jordan be rebuked. Let the backs of Jordan be restrained. Oh God, oh God. himself on the seat. Does he have understanding? It's a proof. And mind you, understanding it is what helps you to walk circumspectly, carefully. So when we see a man careless with his life and he's living in a certain way, it means that that man lacks understanding. He is a victim. He is such a man that princes rule by their decrees. Their desires is expressed in seasons and times. 
and these men became subject because they lack understanding. You see, movement without understanding is not valuable. As a matter of fact, a generation is bound up to them that understands the rooms that is held up in the seasons and the times of God. So the scripture said that the sons of Issachar are men that have understanding the times. What is the implication of that? Every other person became subject to them because a movement and reaction. The things that you do in time is only fruitful and abounds. It becomes yours on the platform of understanding to the degree that you understand. So many things are happening and you think believers understand. There are many things we say in church and we even think that people understand what we are saying. They don't. They don't. How do we know they don't? The same thing will come and play out in their life. The same thing we are talking about. We are hammering, hammering. It now plays out in your life. Is a proof you are foolish. You lack understanding. If you truly understand, there is a way you walk. The scripture called such men circumspectly, seeing that the time is short. How do you now position yourself? You see, I'm talking too much and even explaining things is not a proof that you understand it. The proof that you understand is not your explanation. It's the way you now live. Are you with me? It is your living that is the most accurate proof that you understand the seasons and times that is held up in your destiny, held up in a season, held up in a generation. The way you begin to live because that is the only way you can track the things of God. The will of God superimposes itself in seasons and times. So that whatever you are doing that is outside of the scope of the will of God will not receive a ministration, an administration from the throne. Because everything that we need to prosecute things for God is administrated from the throne. The throne of the Christ. Meanwhile, that throne has a will of its own. The men that benefit from that administration must understand the will of the throne. Are you getting the point? And I'm trying to tell you that the proof that you understand it is the way you live. So how can you be telling me you understand the will of God? Meanwhile, your life is contradictory. You lack understanding. God will help us to bring education. People don't, people don't know as much. They don't understand though. There are many things we say, we say, we say. We don't understand it. It's a body. Especially for young men. We don't understand. something happened in the book of 2nd Samuel chapter 21. Project it. 2nd Samuel chapter 21. Um, meanwhile, something happened that led to what happened in 2nd Samuel chapter 21. I just want to strike a chord and then we go because there is... Are you with me? I'm coming here in a different office today because there is something I need to administrate Hmm? there was a time God wanted to make a breach on the children of Israel and then 
Aaron, I don't know how he got the wisdom to manufacture a technology. He said he took the sensor and ran between the dead and their life. And the hand of God stayed. It's a technology, a spirit. The things you don't know and you don't understand, you become victims. See, men suffer, not be, they suffer. <laughs> Have you heard people say that what you don't know, not what you don't know won't kill you? My sister, what people don't know have killed them more than the ones they know. Lion, you, I believe you don't know that lion can kill you. You have faith. And you know lion can kill you. You see. That a young child doesn't know what fire is. Are you with me? And puts his hand in fire. What happens to the young baby? Why? Why would fire burn a small baby that doesn't know anything? And my brother. He's a baby now. Doesn't know anything. Why will fire now burn him? <laughs> in this kingdom, in fact, universally, ignorance is the worst place to stay. When you don't understand things, you become victims to them. You suffer throughout your life. Not knowing that what kept you in the place of suffering is the things that is happening to you. I mean, you are just there and things are happening to you. When will you understand? Until you understand, you cannot participate in the play. It's, it's, like, it's like a theater. Something is playing out. And it's only men of understanding that has a part to play in it. Are you with me? You are just like a furniture in the movie. Have you watched movies? Ornaments and furnitures. Actors are them that understand. They have been taught their part. And they know their role play in the movie. Are you with me? So when they enter, they know what to do because they understand what is going on. The only people that doesn't participate in the play are chairs, ornaments, furniture. Even though they are in the movie, they are just there for aesthetic value and to give... They are just there to um, become either victims of the players or become part of the victim. So the chair that is there is not for anyone. The, the sports car, the actor can decide to burn it. Because as far as that movie is concerned, the sports car, by lack of understanding, it is, is not a participant in the play. So we can burn you, throw you aside, and then the move continues. Do you know why? Certain people understood the move of God. The way they live is a proof. Young generation, hear me. I'm the same thing with you. But I found out something. That wisdom makes you old. When I found that wisdom makes you old. And the wisdom I'm, I'm talking about is not cunningness. Hmm. The scripture said that wisdom is justified by our children. See, the way we now see you live your life. Are you with me? There are features and characters of a person and a place where wisdom is domiciled. A few. Just let me give you two. One is 
when you see a person or a place where direction is abundant direction there is wisdom there and then the scripture said through wisdom a house is built then when you see somebody building something building something sometimes from scratch he's building something there is wisdom there don't just think uh, this thing is not happening no there is a wisdom in fact to build it takes wisdom so when you don't understand universal laws and oppressions in the spirit you become subject to the consequences of violation and trespass are you with me are you even hearing me if you don't understand you become a victim just like i've been saying it here a young lady that doesn't understand what it means what headship and covering and authority means in the realm of the spirit and begins to appear and do business in heavenly places we become victims of principalities we become victims of rulers in high places because these men these men only understand authority even when your lord jesus appeared to do ministry the question that was asked is by whose authority are you doing this are you getting the point so ministry is done with authority what jesus left for the body is actually authority are you with me i don't want to go there what he left is not really power is authority what in fact your faith the um, manifestation of your faith is in the mode of authority that is why the basic teaching that is given to a believer that is born again is what we call the believer's authority because that is where everything that jesus did was captured and invested in you such that you can administrate it on a delegated basis so jesus did things and said i can't continue but you can continue and based on what i did you can begin to do this i hear by invest the capacity to do it on you that thing on individual basis is what we now call in a believer's life the believer's authority so when you appear to live the christian life you live it by that authority the scripture says to them that believe he gave power to be the sons of god that word power in greek means exousia it is authority so the believer's life is lived by what authority ministry is done by what authority in fact the power of god comes on your life and the execution and administration of the power of god that comes on your life is on the bandwidth of the authority that you have received so sometimes you can, some of us you can go for program or you can be praying in your heart and you say the demons all my family today i am in charge and for one week you have not been sleeping because the bandwidth of your authority does not are you with me you are expending power beyond the scope of your authority and you become a victim and that is not where i'm going something happened project second summary chapter 21 something happened saul met the gibeonites and he noticed that these people are not core members of the covenant that binds the Israelites. And out of zeal, this man went because he noticed that these people, even though they are not part of covenant, that they are benefiting. And 
you cannot say you can fight them and you cannot say they are with you and you can't say they are not with you. So they are benefiting and they are not paying the price of covenant. So the children of Israel began to complain and Saul went out of zeal and slaughtered them. But Saul made a mistake. He failed to understand what is at work and his ignorance or the ignorance of the children of Israel irrespective the Lord give you understanding I'm teaching from a very very deep well and as I'm speaking things are happening the fact that the children of Israel doesn't know does not didn't exempt them from the consequences of the action that they took there is no excuse you can give on this world that will exempt you from the consequences of the actions that you took. Because what you violated is standing on three pots. Are you with me? And God was a witness on the day that that covenant was caught. You are not getting the point. This is a group of people that their character and their lifestyle their understanding is maybe not up to that of an average Israelite. So they feel that if it is true that these people understand, they would have done better. So I'm Saul and Israelite began to make out to them based on the things that they thought that they should understand and live as. So they began to bring judgment. So slew all of them. What he didn't know is that covenant covered these people. Their misbehavior irrespective. Covenant what? Covers. You don't know what is covenant. See, God is a God of covenant. Especially when he wants to do business in time and with humanity. Part of the reason why God have to um, um, uh, 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 do business on the basis of covenant is because of time. Because many of the things that God wants to do is held up in eternity. But by the time it is manifesting in time, there are many things, many variables that affect the outcome. Are you with me? Part of it is your free will. For example, no matter what God wants to do today, you can stand up and leave. See, and God can't stop you. Nobody can stop you. So, the Holy Ghost will be waiting for the day He will find you. Waiting for the day He will find you. Meanwhile, the scope of what God wants to do in eternity is constant. So, if God wants to work with you on the basis of consistency and constancy, then there is a need for Him to cut a covenant with you. Because He knows that as, as far as it is man, there is a probability of man making choices that is alien to the um, content of the agreement and the instruction that was given to him. And if it was not that the contract was on a covenant basis, we can decide to part ways when we disagree. Are you getting my point? That is why things like marriage is not, is not the two. See, two people decided and they are living together. It's not marriage. If you like, give birth to 20 children. It's not marriage. Because marriage is on covenant. It is such that two people come together and decide that they are bound 
beyond sometimes their feelings. Your feeling is, are you with me? That is why the basis for marriage is love. And there is nothing like feeling in love. Love is not feeling at all. Okay, there is feeling in love. But love is not feeling at all. There are many things love is. In fact, feeling is not, is the weakest thing. Because you can look me like this and do I like with me like this. And I will say, my husband doesn't take care of me like the day he married me. Those days he used to carry me from the car inside the bedroom. Hmm, you are in trouble. In those days, what keeps men going is what? Covenant. Covenant. His love is covenant. So God never does business with anybody. In fact, if God did any business with anybody or any being that is not on the platform of covenant, eh? that thing, most times it fails. And God is not bound to do anything about it. I need to tell you that this is part of the content of the question, what is man? Are you with me? God did not just start dealing with man. He cut covenant with man. And he continues to cut covenant with man. There is no angel he cut covenant with him. So, there is nothing binding him to continue reacting in a certain way. So, these men are covered by covenant, irrespective of the fact that the way they were able to get the contract to be signed was a dubious way. But what Saul and the children of Israel didn't know is that the day that the covenant was signed, it was not just two parties that was there. It, there was a third party. And that third party is a just one. Are you with me? And in case God decides to stay calm, eh, there are things that is instituted in the universe that have voices, that cry out that justice might be meted out. The Bible says that the blood of Eber cries from the ground. On that day, the ground has become a judge. The ground has become to give petition concerning this matter. In case God wants to forget, in case God wants to overlook it, the ground begins to remind. There is a covenant. The blood of the righteous Eber, it cannot fall to the ground and go like that. This man, you need to understand the shape of the eternal realm. Because the Bible says that the things that appear are not the real things. They are being shaped by the things that we don't see. So therefore, the spirit and the eternal realm informs and supersedes. Is the modern realm. We take our bearing. The power of the things that is in the natural can only be traced the spiritual realm. So when covenants are cut, sometimes in the natural, we will not be seeing the implications of violations. But when you violate it, that is when you will realize that there were spirits that participated. The Bible said that Jesus, through the eternal spirit, offered himself once and for all but when he sat at Golgotha and they took him upon the cross, the, the, the soldiers that were there were not aware that the mighty Holy Ghost 
was a witness to the crucifixion. He lifted up his eyes and said, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani. He, the men that were there thought he was calling Elijah. He, they didn't know that there were witnesses, participants to the covenant, to the death upon the cross. They thought it was a natural event. They thought it was a natural phenomenon. They didn't know that the spirit realm, the eternal realm, is invading the natural realm. And the powers that is eternal is superimposing itself on the affairs of men. It doesn't matter whether you see it or not. There are powers beyond our will. There are things beyond our choices. There are things beyond what we feel. Help us to understand that we will line up to the principles upon which the foundations of the earth is being laid. That we will not be victims. May you not be victims of the content and consequence of covenant that are caused. Listen to me, listen, listen. When Saul killed this man, for three and a half years there was famine. Turn to the next verse. For three and a half years there was famine. There are laws you violate. I will teach you. There are seven major things, seven major sins against the body, the body of Christ. There are seven major sins. I will teach you. When you sin that kind of sin, you will not know the implication. There is certain kinds of sin you sin. One of the things you notice is that you start experiencing dryness in your walk with God. You pray and fast like the way you are praying, you will not experience anything. Because there is a drought and there is a famine. There is a content of the chatter included in the covenant that you broke. And you are not aware. Your ignorance is not an excuse. Follow me now. See, the word covenant in Greek means two things. One is breach. The other one is diteken. Are you with me now? The word breed is incision. How many of you are medical personnel? It's like incision. You come to somebody and cut his body. That is the seal. So whenever we talk about covenant, most times what people understand about covenant is just the shedding of the blood. There is no shedding of the blood before, before there is an agreement. There is an agreement in place first. That part of the covenant that captures the agreement is what we call diteken. That is where the two parties agree and say, let this happen to me if I renege. And let this happen to me if I don't. Then the blessings thereof will be coming not on emotional basis. You wake up one day, you don't feel like it. it doesn't matter. Men that understand covenant are the men that are consistent in their work with God. Part of the reason why men are inconsistent is because they don't understand covenant. They wake up one night and say they don't feel like praying today. You are a joker. You don't know covenant. Because when you know that the man, the, reason, the way you will know is that if you press for one more hour, you will feel the presence. Why, why, why does it seem as if you didn't feel it in the first one hour? Because the man of covenant waits for you at the altar. He's the man of the altar. When, when Zachariah appeared, he asked a question. The angel that was with him, that mirrors his dimension in the realm of the spirit, he began to, he said you will be dumb. Because I assume that at this level, you will understand the shape of our functionality. When he came to offer his hand, the angel stood on the other side. And he came to mirror his dimension. This is how we operate. Before the man came, his mirror is already there in the realm of the spirit. 
we are not alone. The things that we do, we look casual in the natural, but in the spirit, it mirrors all the dimensions of God's oppression. The Bible says that we are the body of Christ. There are many metaphors with which this thing that is called the church is being described. In certain places, the scripture calls it the, 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 the building. In certain places, he calls it the army. In certain places, he calls it the body. The body. He said the body full of eyes and legs and feet and eyes and head. This one cannot say, I am better than this one. It's an understanding that our power lies in the synergy. Our power lies in finding our place and functioning there. Our power lies in understanding the power of the supply that comes from the head. The Bible says, when they join, being fitly filmed together, being receiving this supply, they grow thereby into the fullness of the stature of Christ. Men experience dryness, stagnation, frustration, despondency in their walk with God because what they don't understand is that the supply they need is a ministration from the body. They want to make a journey in their own and they are measuring their progress by what they see in their individual life. What they don't know is that the movement is a corporate movement. It's a corporate alignment. It is a procession in the spirit. Find your place. We are bound by covenant. We are not covenant violators. We will not allow Satan to find expression in our midst. You are the body of Christ. I don't care whether you are the feet or the head. I don't know whether you are the body, the eyes, the hands. But I need you to know that you need the eyes as much as the eyes need you. We only find our power, our strength, our stature in the place of corporate alignment, in the place where we are find our places and then we fit in and then we find security and then we, we find confidence and then we find purpose and then we find fulfillment. We are not intimidated. We are not filled with envy. We don't allow the flesh to find expression in our life. We are yielded. We are men of covenant. Oh! represents the token of the body of Christ. Open for me 1 Corinthians chapter 11. When they killed these people, famine landed on them. Irrespective of the fact that it seems as if the Gibeonites are not behaving well. Yet the covenant covers them. The covenant is first and foremost on your mind. When you engage with your brother, what binds you is not natural. What binds you is spiritual. It's a covenant. You have not seen it. That's why you are weak. You have not seen it. That's why you are seeking. You have not seen it. That's why you want to make progress. You don't want to ride on the wings of the corporate grace. You think that there is something you can achieve on your own. You didn't know God is not looking for individuals. I'm not underestimating your individual potentials and calling. I'm saying that the full glow of the rainbow can only be seen when every man 
finds his feet in, in his certain places. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That is when the army will become strong. And no one amongst the rank is intimidated by what the other is doing. They understand that what binds them is a covenant. Something that is not emotional. Something that is not bound to times and season. To changing times. To things that affect you. Something that is not bound to things that are bad times. Doesn't stop it. Good times. Doesn't stop it. You see that somebody got you angry. Doesn't violate the content of covenant. That somebody misbehaves. Doesn't violate the content of covenant. Uh, there, is a, there is a blessing in abiding in covenant. Meanwhile there is a consequence. In violating covenant. The Bible says in verse 23 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. He said, For I have received of the Lord that which also I have delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Fast. fast. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. First, next verse. And after this same manner, also he took the cup when he has sobbed, saying, this is the cup of the New Testament. This word testament means covenant. Say after me, covenant. So there is a new covenant. If there is a new covenant, then there is an old one. What is important in what I want to say now is not the new and the old. What is important is the covenant. Whether it is in the old or in the new, it is still on the platform of what? Yes. God cannot do business except there is covenant in place. Whether it is old or new. The only difference between the old and the new is not actually um, um, what is written there. Because the scripture testified from the mouth of Paul in the book of Romans. He said, for the law indeed is holy. Are you getting the point now? But the spirit is removed from it. And because the spirit is removed from the Lord, it is now left for the flesh and the old man to try to measure up to the standard of God. Of course, it is um, it, the makeup of the flesh is such that it, can, it cannot even survive. Are you getting the point now? But when you come in the new covenant, the, the difference is that the spirit is the sponsor and power of the new covenant. Are you with me? When God wanted to establish this covenant, He brought it on the basis of the agreement and covenant He caught with Abraham. And He told Abraham that the full um, potency and ultimate manifestation of the process of the blessing that comes out of this covenant is seen um, in the release of the Spirit. So the scripture was telling us in the book of Galatians chapter 3, I think, He said that um, God said in um, the blessing is in thy seed not in many but in one which is Isaac he said that um, he became um, cursed so that we we receive the blessing and he began to tell us that that blessing is what the Holy Spirit the, the full result of the covenant that God caught with Abraham is so that we receive the spirit by faith So, Paul was saying, that which I have received of the Lord. There is no singular, no other apostle spoke like this. That is when I understood that you can hear this scripture for 40 times, you have never received it of the Lord. The day you receive it of the Lord, there is a way you will begin to behave. 
because it is beyond coming here and participating. He's saying this to he remember. This is my body, the body, his body. Are you getting what I'm saying? And your brother is part of that body. Are you getting? He said, This is the reason why some are sick, weak, and even sleep or die. Because they lack the capacity to discern what they are interacting with. When you see your neighbor sitting with you in church like this, you will think his name is OKK and you are okay. You are missing the point. In the spirit, you are brothers. You see, spiritual brotherhood is the ultimate brotherhood. It is founded on covenants. And the power of that brotherhood is expressed fully when it is found, when covenant is understood. See, if, if somebody wants to um, cut brotherhood with you, even in the kingdom that does not understand covenant, and just wants to be friend and brother, and refuses to understand and stay on covenant, that is a man that will kill you one day. He will kill the man. Because covenant will surely be violated. The person will hurt you and be okay with it. The person can be doing many, many things that is wrong against the body and we never realize the full import of the damage he is doing. In his own mind, he just got angry. In his own mind, he just said, I'm not doing again. <laughs> you don't do like that. After you have gone to the altar and you cut covenant with your husband, you wake up one morning and you say, I don't want to marry. That's why God is against the boss completely. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't know who is sitting beside you. You don't stop seeing him in the flesh. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When we believers stop seeing each other in the flesh. And you can finish saying this and hearing it and still commit the same crime. Ask the Lord to help you in one minute. Help you. Help your heart, my friend. Help your heart. Even as I'm saying it, you, you are guilty. You don't know how he's going to do it, but let him do it, surely. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. I come before you this evening as a priest over this house. Be presented in all our centers and we stand, O God. And we ask you to look upon us in mercy. Remember thy covenant. Remember thy covenant. Remember thy covenant.